Hi, this is Allison Arngram, alias Nellie Olson, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that we will play part two of our conversation with Phil Savinick later on in the hour. We hope to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, online with us right now is our friend Kat Kramer. Kat Kramer, one of the producers and one of the cast members of Turnover. Turnover, the award-winning comedy drama co-written by and directed by Linda Palmer that also features Paul Gilfoyle. Donna Mills, Beverly Todd, and many other familiar faces. If you have Amazon Prime, Turnover is available for free as part of your Amazon On Demand viewing package. If you don't have Prime, you can rent Turnover for viewing On Demand for $2.99. For more information, turnovermovie.com. Kat Kramer can also be seen in Mother's Day Memories, a dramatic short based on a true story. She also has a list of Stanley Kramer films that Kat recommends viewing or revisiting during this time of sheltering in place. You can follow Kat Kramer on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Now you play a mom in Turnover. It's not the first time you played a mom. You played a mom, although a highly dysfunctional mom, in Child of the 70s. That's right. And it's funny, her name is Frances Rye. And then I went from Frances Rye to Fran. So Frances Rye is like a really larger-than-life, you know, comical diva, um, you know, like a cliche in a sense. And I was able to create other characters off of uh, Frances. And then this character of Fran in Turnover is a real person, but she also has some of the same maybe villainous characteristics, I guess you could say. Well, look. I don't know if I'm going to be playing Frances <laughs> or Frances or I mean, I, I would say I, I would say the one thing they have in common is their name. And yes. uh, and, and as you say, uh, the Fran you play in Turnover is a real relatable person. Frances Wright is semi-caricature, but she's funny. Yes, yeah. I'm so upset that Michael Vaccaro decided to end that series. Um, you know, we just had the last season, uh, final season last year, and... Um, but people should still watch it. But I mean, it would be almost it, when when you see it, it would unless he continues on the same theme. I don't want to give away that ending, but it explains the whole series itself, all the seasons, and it would be almost impossible to start it up again based on the finale. Yeah. But I am able to take those characters that I created, you know, outside the show, and um, I have some new ones coming on that I'm working on for other projects. And then, of course, the ones in my ever-evolving solo show. Yes. Okay. We'll be doing when this, you know, is over with and we can actually... I, I mean, I considered, you know, in the evolving process of it, having it done as a virtual solo show. I know they're doing those now on Zoom, but I would rather do it in front of an audience and, you know, have that have the audience participation there. Well, so you have... I'm going to wait till people can go back out and actually... Yeah watch live theater. Yeah, you you have time to make that decision. Now, uh, as Kat alluded, Cat uh, plays several characters in Child of the 70s. Child of the 70s, you can watch on demand at uh, the official Child of the 70s.com as well as funnierdie.com, YouTube, and other platforms. Right. But you play, you play like uh, four or five different characters, one of which is a man, Dr. Rab- okay, is Her- Rabbi Herbert Schweitzergold. Did I get yes, the name right? Yes, and I also play um, B. Fred Baker in the final, also a male character in the final uh, season. And Francis Rye kind of ends the whole 
story, but you have to watch it. So that's, yeah, two male characters I created. Baker is a, st- a mysterious stagehand. That's great for um, that's great that is great for you as an actress cat that's great for you as an actress cat because on the one hand you play one character Francis Rye of course but that one character assumes different identities in the course yes, of yeah, her, there's of a her lot story. You can do with that. Exactly. Very rare, much so. but web series is a great place to you know create the characters and see if they can ever work in a sketch comedy kind of situation, which I hope they will. Now, you you describe Child of the 70s as a web series. Technically, it is a web series. But production values, I mean, if you didn't know it was a web series, you would would think it was done for any one of the networks or the studios. Production values are high. Yeah, it's also a series. It is available as an actual on television, too, but it started as a web series. Um, kind of like, you know, what was ahead of the curve there was web therapy. That mm-hmm. started as a web series many years ago, then it went to Showtime. And uh, that, that's that been off, you know, that's they stopped shooting that a few years ago, but that was kind of like one of the first ones that I think Child of the 70s was modeled after. Child of the 70s is available uh, for viewing on demand, outtv.com, funnyordie.com, the official Child of the 70s.com. Turnover, Cap uh, Kramer is one of the producers of Turnover as well as one of the cast members. Turnover is available for viewing on demand on Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can rent uh, Turnover for $2.99. Kat Kramer is also, along with her mom, Karen Kramer. Kat Kramer and Karen oversee the Stanley Kramer Library. Let's see. You correct me if I got this wrong, Kat. If I remember... If I remember right, one of the first films your dad produced was Champion with Kurt Russell. I mean, Kurt Russell. Kurt Douglas. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> would that, Kurt, be weird? that was Kirk Douglas Kirk. who just passed away. Yes. Um, and uh, But Kurt Russell liked it. Yeah, like Kurt. Um. Yeah, Kurt oh, who? <laughs> Who did? Who didn't like it? Who didn't like it? No. No, he liked it. He liked it. <laughs> no, my, my question was, do you have any memories? Like my father's um, second. I mean, so this is New York was his first one, and that recently, actually, I wouldn't say fairly recently, but in the last few years, went to the Tribeca Film Festival because Martin Scorsese loved that movie and wanted it to be revisited, and so they restored it and, and actually played New York because when it first came out. In the 40s, it didn't have a New York run, even though it's called So This Is New York. Mm -hmm. So um, it had a a limited engagement just back a few years ago in New York and around the country uh, because of um, the Film Foundation. But then Champion came after that, and that really launched Kirk Douglas's career. And um, my father's, too, you know, that kind of was the first movie that really put him, his production company, started to get a lot of attention. And it was also a predecessor to, like, Raging Bull and mm-hmm. Rocky and all those prize-fighting films. Before I had the brain fart and mentioned, you know, Kurt, Kurt Russell <laughs> instead of Kirk Douglas, I, I meant to ask you, do you have any memories of uh, Kirk Douglas uh, that you can share with our listeners? Yes, yeah, I actually used to visit his house when I first moved back to L.A., um, and then I... I'm still working on something. I was writing a book about my father, and oh. I got uh, interviews from, you know, various um, 
people that have worked with him, some living, some have passed away, like uh, Kirk Douglas. And, um, you know, so I, and he used to call, and he, he and my dad used to get together, and, and then he was making a lot of appearances, um, you know, even over, up to the last few years, he was sometimes making appearances. So he remained fairly active. Um, even appearing at the Golden Globes, uh, presenting an award in, I think, 2018. Yes. So even though he was past 100 years old, he lived a really long life and had all kinds of challenges. And, you know, um, I actually was surprised when he passed away because it seems like he never <laughs> would, like he would go on forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well... I'm excited to hear that you're working on a book about uh, your father's career, so we'll look forward to that when you're yes, ready. Yes, yeah, it's an ever-evolving process as well, years and years, but I, you know, we're doing still making a documentary about him, a more definitive one, and then a book um, more pr- pr- from my perspective and my journey also in this industry with obviously, you know, what I learned from him and my godmother, Catherine Hepburn, too. Mm-hmm. And so I suggest, you know, if you... People want to watch movies during this time, and TCM had the a lot of classics on just in the last um, week because the TCM Film Festival was canceled, so they had a home a special home edition. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they showed my father's films on that one. They they usually do through the week, so. But on the beach, as sad as it is, and as intensive a movie um, about the end of the world, a lot of people have told me that what's happening right now reminds them of that film, mm-hmm. and especially with all the empty streets. So while they're watching Contagion and Outbreak and and the band played on, and all these films about, um, you know, health crisis and, and things that have happened, um, <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or very much like what's happening now, even though they were, two of those were um, fictitious, mm-hmm. I think On the Beach was even before that. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like the end of the world as we know it, even though it's not a nuclear situation, right? Very close to that. Well, because we don't, because we don't know, we we don't know whether we're in the middle of the curve or on the downside of the curve, or whether we're right. still trending upward. But uh, not very much a time of uncertainty. Okay, you mentioned on the beach. Are there any other Stanley Kramer films that you would recommend people uh, watching during this time of sheltering? In well, place? the big comedy to end all comedies, his only comedy, uh, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, mm-hmm. all-star comedy classic from 1963, just because right now people really want to laugh and watch comedies. Yes. And I'm trying to do that as much as possible. Yes. So if you really want to, you know, and people watch it multiple times, but for people that have never seen it, now's a good time to see that. And... Um, Champion, as you mentioned, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, mm-hmm. obviously with my godmother, Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy, Sidney Poitier, introducing Catherine Houghton, um, and Bless the Beast and Children, you know, where I reimagined the song. That mm-hmm. was about gun control, but mm-hmm. it's it's really the first animal rights film. And uh, I'm working on a lot of wildlife and animal rights projects um, for the future, you know, that we need to keep... Um, at, you know, helping our wildlife and animal friends during this pandemic. So uh, I'm very tuned in to Bless the Beast and Children's message. 
Okay, so we... Watch that. I would say people should. Okay, very much so. Cat uh, Kramer recommending Stanley Kramer films to watch during this time of sheltering in place. Cat Kramer, uh, one of the producers and one of the cast members of Turnover. Turnover available for viewing on demand on Amazon Prime. Okay, we talked about Turnover. We talked about Mother's Day memories. We talked about uh, civil disobedience is in the works uh, once... Uh, uh, once once you get the green light after after the lockdown is lifted, is there anything else you've got going on uh, that you'd like to tell our listeners that I haven't asked you? Well, I have a lot of projects um, I'm still working on, and then of course continuing Cat Kramer's films that change the world, uh, the rest of the 10th anniversary into the 11th, and the Hunt for Humanity Award, which I have only given out once to Marsha Hunt who's still alive and kicking, and we still want to have her there when I give out, you know, there's been some delays on it because of my work on turnover, Mm -hmm. and now, of course, what's happening with the pandemic, because I was planning to have it in the next couple of months, but uh, the next recipient will be announced for the Hunt for Humanity Award, which I established uh, in honor of Marsha, and as I mentioned, she was the first recipient, so now it will be time for the second And I'm also going to establish another award called the Shiro Award because my theme is Shiro's for Change Mm -hmm. for the 10th anniversary. And that's, um, you know, documentaries and films, social issues and social justice films, but about women and primarily by women. So I have a lot in the works for that. A lot of movies I've already set to show. It's just a matter of do I want to do them as I always have in person or do something um, with Zoom. You know, there's all different ways of going with it. If you had to pick... They combine both. If you had to pick one Shiro, Kat, who would it be? Well, I can't pick one. (laughs) (laughs) But Lily Tomlin is the ambassador for Kat Kramer's films that changed the world. Mm -hmm. So she's not only my performing idol, but, you know, has worked with me on... Obviously, uh, advocating for elephants and uh, the films that she's narrated and been involved with, um, the um, anti-bullying issues, the emp- uh, women's empowerment, and also environmental issues. So um, she would definitely be a candidate for the Shiro Award yeah. as she continues to help, you know, even being involved with Jane Fonda and Fire Drill Fridays. I've been very active in that, which, you know, she was, which Jane herself and Lily have participated. No, I didn't get arrested. I I did go to the very first one here. And then, you know, like Barbara Streisand, you know, was a great role model. Mm -hmm. And Yentl, her, her, the movie that she directed, starred in, produced, wrote, and also sang all the songs. That was the kickoff for Cat Kramer's films that changed the world. So she would definitely be a Shiro as well. And your mom. And, um, yeah. And your mom. Well, of course my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my godmother is no longer. Of course my mom is my number one Shiro. Absolutely. Absolutely. And my sister, too, who's helping us a lot during this uh, pandemic, and she just made a uh, her first um, short film, actually, with Linda Palmer. Oh, cool. Which my sister stars in, produced, wrote, and co-directs. And that will be, uh, I'm sure everybody will be able to watch that, you know, sometime later this year. What's the name of it? 
Um, it's called Nakusa. Oh, Nakusa. Okay, we will look for that. We will look for that. We will also look for civil disobedience when that's ready to shoot. And uh, in the meantime, Turnover is available for viewing on demand on Amazon Prime. Kat Kramer, always a pleasure to talk to you. Stay healthy and stay safe. Thank you. You too. Stay safe and keep healthy. We have to stay like we are now. <laughs> we'll play part two of our conversation with Phil Savinick, including a tour of the historyoftv.com when we come back on TV Confidential. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me. Many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not. It's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes, Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Attention, timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere, legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious side-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Thanks for powering our stream. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. 
tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.